you experienced? Have you ever been experienced? And we're back with another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 430, a.k.a. year nine, week six, uh, coming at you this week. As always, I'm your host, Mr. Richie Rich, along with MC. And since this is your regular Saturday broadcast, uh, find us on the old clubhouse there. Uh, the club is the Anarchist Experience, or you can at me at Riches for Rich. R-I-C-H-E-S, the number four, R-I-C-H, and I will click the little invite button when I open the room and start the recording. Um, so, yeah, what is going on with you this week, MC? Oh, I got in an argument on Facebook. Oh, wonderful times. I, I yeah, remember yeah. those days, not so fondly as I look back upon them, but I remember those days. I, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy especially arguing with people about climate change. Um but I, I watched this video. It's really cool. Um, it's about a term I haven't really, I, I've heard the term maybe once before, but I didn't know that it was ingrained in, or maybe even the beginning of Marxism. And now so, you found the new rabbit hole to dive down into. Yeah, sort of. Okay. Um, so it's a, it's an interesting uh, concept. Uh, and it, if it's true, it explains how people can come up with some really crazy, dumb ideas. So, um, but the video is titled, uh, the cult many are in, but don't realize. Ooh, um, salacious, and, provocative. Yeah. And it's, it's on a YouTube channel called, uh, tick history, T I K history, all one word. Um, <clears throat> so his, his idea is that uh, some someone came up with dialectic materialism? That's the term, dialectic yeah, materialism. The, yeah, it's the term for um, this cult that believes. Uh, so they call it dialectic materialism, but what they really mean is that the world comes from our brain, and so we get to make up the world. The world comes from us, and and so basically. Humans are gods at this point, and the point of this re- religion that says it's not a religion is to make humans remember they're gods again. Okay. I so, mean, the term itself sounds a little word salady. Oh, it is. On the, Tuff, okay. Definitely. Yeah. And, and, and it, it just, just the word saladness of it uh, you know, makes you think of all the, all the you know, basically <laughs> Marxists and everything else that, that these people are... I think pre-wired to accept word salad. Okay. Like, well, if it sounds interesting, if it sounds, uh, sounds like something a smart guy would say. Yeah. Sounds I don't want to look dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a really weird phenomenon and I've, I've seen it in a lot of college kids. Um, and, and, but then they, they come up with their own language and you can't, you can't talk with them anymore. They don't make sense. 
And they, okay. so there's a lot of people that pride themselves on not making sense to normal people. And it's not because they're super smart. It's because they actually just don't make sense. Well, <laughs> okay, you're right. And I remember being a teenager, right? I'm, I'm starting to lose that memory to the fog of age, right? But we had our own slang terminology that didn't make sense to the adults. Oh, well, that may, this, this goes beyond slang. Okay. Um, there, there's kids that, that, that talk and I don't understand their, their, their jargon, their, their slang. That's what I'm saying. It's um, not meant for that, you. That's, that's fine. Um, but when they're, with the, when they're trying to use uh, language and they're using big words that they don't understand and then mashing them together and, and, and pretending that they mean something that they don't. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's when it becomes word salad, intellectual garbage. Um, so anyway. So not necessarily uh, trying, to, trying to hide the, the language from the adults. Right, like yeah, even yeah. younger people, like I don't understand what Gen Z is saying, but it's not for me, so I don't care and I don't bug them about it. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, I remember the first time I heard the term ratchet. It's like I don't know what that means. You having trouble torquing a screw or something? <laughs> okay, what what else is it supposed to mean? I don't remember because it, <laughs> it was beyond my. It's like uh, it's it's a negative connotation of something you know, like um, looking badly. I guess is the easiest mm. way for me. I, I'm, I sound foolish now, um, but that's just ratchet. It's like, that's just fucked up. Or she looks ratchet. As, uh. you know, she doesn't look all that well off or whatever. But I remember going like, oh, crap, now I'm old. And we've and that was like a decade ago, right? Mm. I don't know what they're saying now, but that was the first time I can recall going like, yep, don't know the jargon anymore. Don't care. Moving on. I will continue yeah, yeah. to say bad and cherry and all that other fun stuff that we used to say. Um, but my parents so, didn't get it either. So who cares? So the serious part of uh, this, this uh, dialectic materialism, dialectic is that, materialism that uh, this guy says, I've, I don't really know. I, I, this is kind of the first time I've been introduced to this idea that, that Marx and Engels were into this dialectic materialism. And so what it is, is taking two ideas uh, It's called a, a thesis and an antithesis, and then they argue about it with the purpose of coming up with a higher meaning, like like okay. more, some better intellectual explanations and 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 stuff for for these things. Does the um, does the term dialectic materialism does that come from Marx and Engels in any way? I, or is I the, don't think is it, it. I think they got it from somewhere else. But it, okay. if if it if it. Uh, but if I mean, like, have they them, used it, I'm, or is it something that the this generation is applying to some of the existing concepts of Marx and Engels? Um, he's he's saying that they used it. Okay, so it, it precedes. It's it's from some other you know writers. I'd, I'd have to watch the video again. Okay, that preceded oh, no, no preceded Marx and Engels, and Marx and Engels picked up on this and decided, oh yeah, this is how we'll do it. Um, and it makes sense. It's exactly like this guy is saying it is that they, they take the thesis and the antithesis and they come up with something else that is also wrong because, well, you had the thesis already. And you're not trying to prove the thesis. You're trying to mix it with an antithesis, which you know is wrong. <laughs> this is, and, and so they, so they come up with uh, basically 
you know, word salad or, or garbage, another garbage output. And that becomes the new thing. Okay. And so here's the weird rabbit hole. So Marx came, came up with Marxism. I don't know if he called it that, whatever, but um, now, now the people after them said, Oh, okay. Well, Marxism was obviously wrong, right? We so we're going to put so. Marxists don't think so. So we're going to take Marxism we're going to mix it with something else that's also wrong because we want to come up with the new thing, right? So you have the, the thesis, which is Marxism, because there's a whole bunch of Marxists that still think Marxism is right. And then you, you come up with, and then you have the antithesis, and you mix that in with Marxism, and now it's not Marxism anymore. Yeah. So you can't, you can't call the, the current, and this is multiple generations of, of doing this, but you can't call the current generation of progressives Marxists, even though it has roots in Marxism. Okay. Because they've changed it. Well, it's not Marxism. We, we added race to it. So They're now it's dialectic materialists. <laughs> basically without knowing it. You know? <laughs> and that's, that's why I don't really care about these terms so much because people will come up with bad ideas, whether or not there's a, a history uh, guiding them towards it. But it is interesting if there was a method of doing this, and 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 Marx used it, and and it's and it's also still being used, and it is because that's you know, like uh, CRT, uh, critical race theory, is based on something that's also wrong, uh, critical theory. Okay. So, um, yeah, they just keep adding to it, and and this chain of wrong ideas just keeps going so help, help me out from the beginning though you said thesis antithesis and why is this why is this something that only comes up on the marxist side of things right because if someone if someone um, wanted to improve on capitalism right or anarcho-capitalism sure. and they apply this dialectical materials materialism there would well, be an antithesis for you know anarcho-capitalism and, and that and would, would probably do. end up looking like, well, you have capitalism, but you have to have government to, uh, you know, make it better or something like that. Okay. I don't really know. But you, the, 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 the reason why dialectic materialism doesn't work is because it's, it's an attempt to negate reality altogether. It's, a, it's, a, it's an attempt to say, well, we know what the right thing is, but we are better than reality. Okay. And we can shape it to however we want, and so we can make up things. I mean, I, I struggle with the premise because I believe that to an extent, right? I shape my own reality, and it, it affects other people and offends a lot of people, right? But part of mm -hmm. taking responsibility for your life is, is, is accepting that you are in control of all aspects of it. Right, I am not a victim to circumstance. I am not a victim to situation. I am not a victim to my past. Right? So, so here's here's where this this idea becomes a cult, because the idea isn't about self. isn't isn't about you know being responsible for yourself. It's about manipulating other people. And so, if you want to do that, one way is to uh, make up words or word salad, and then get other people to use them. And then if they're, if they don't use it, then they're not in the cult anymore and they don't get the benefits of, of the cult. Um, yeah. And 
So, and so we could, but that's so, you know that's true of all cults, right? Sure, that's why sure. cults have specific terminology, you know. Yes. That it, and it's it's in group and out group thinking, top to bottom. So that, but this whole idea is is to create the cult that's not a cult, is to create a religion that they say is not a religion. Now there might be a few people at the top, like maybe Marx and Engels, who actually knew how this was working. Um. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that just can't figure it out, right? There's, and don't I'm sure L. Ron Hubbard didn't believe the crap that his that Scientology espouses. Uh, funny that you bring him up because his his book was called what? Uh, Dianetics. Dianetics. Does it sound a lot like dialectic? dialectic? Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's probably where it came from. It could have been, but again, he's he was a sci-fi writer who found that religion is where the money is, right? Oh yeah. And the and but again at the top, there's no way he had he could believe, you know, that Thetans oh, yeah, exited yeah. the volcano and are, are taking over the earth, and you just can't see him on whatever plane, right? Sure, sure. But his followers, the people down the chain, you know, if, if this is a pyramid scheme, right? The people at the bottom are bought in a hundred percent. They have to be, right? Oh yeah. But the people but, I mean, at the top really know no, what's going on. There's no way that people could believe that that forming a government to kill you know, off the population would lead to a socialist or communist utopia. Well, they, they wouldn't believe that if they knew the truth. Right. But I'm sure there are people out there that go like, well, well, by any means necessary to get where we need to be. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what the cult is doing though. They, they, they actually, they're, they're pushing towards that. The, 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 the means or the methods don't, don't matter anymore because the cult deemed it so. Okay. What matters is is the utopia, the communist utopia, where there there's so few people that we can't even have cap- capitalism. Okay. And and it's just yeah. Are you insane. concerned? Are you concerned that they're going to win? Oh no! They're no. going to be victorious. So, no, it's not that. That what they do is they cause destruction, and then okay. capitalism comes in and fix everything. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> So, so that's what I'm trying to avoid is the, is the destruction. But oh, okay. uh, the, so it's not that they'll win; it's just that they'll met. You know, they, they they're doing fuck a lot it, of things up along the way. Even, yeah, even in the U.S., you know, they'll they'll destroy a city, and it's like, oh, now we don't have Walmart. Okay, well, it'll, it'll either you know stay stay a slum, or people will wake up and be like, man, we we got to stop stealing from Walmart, so they come back. <laughs> So there is a there is a gentleman within the community. I won't say his name, um, but he is of the position, generally, that anyone um, any anyone who aligns with the state, right, is fair game. And I know that's a Scientology uh, term. So he's okay. You know, if if you've got your corporate license, like if you're the grocery store and you've got your corporate license, right shoplifting is fine because you've aligned with the state you you've 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 laid down your line right and said i'm with this gang this violent gang over here right and therefore anything bad that should befall you is perfectly legitimate from the anarchist perspective because you are with the state and we are against the state mm-hmm. right and then and so i you know i probed a little bit and i said well what is to stop you from just shoplifting every time that you go out, right? And he goes, well, I don't want to get caught because I want to continue to shop there, 
right? Like I want, I want that market to be available, right? And they have the bigger gang, right? Like if he gets in trouble with, with the, with the store, right? Mm-hmm. They are going to call the state to enforce their diktats. On yeah, there's, the and there's another way of saying that it's only wrong if you get caught, but he, he just, he just yeah. says, well, it, it doesn't even matter if I'm wrong. <laughs> I just don't want to get caught. <laughs> I just don't want to get caught. Right. Like I want, I want to be able to go there for my groceries next time. Right. And so, you know, if, if you can pinch a little here or there, you know, the, the people who accidentally leave stuff on the bottom part of the cart when walking out of Walmart after self-checkout, right? Oops, forgot about it. Um, and I, ironically, well, she said this on air, so I don't mind talking. To the, this was Aria a long time ago. She's like, that has happened to me, right? And I can't even do the right thing and try to return it because it's an accident because Walmart has a history of when people try to do that, they bust them for shoplifting and, you know, call, call the cops and, mm. you know, and, and trespass them from the property. And it's like, no, it was, it was an accident. I'm trying to make this right. And Walmart's too heavy handed on, you know, when you're trying to make things right. So you're not yeah. even incentivized to go back I and do know. the right thing. You know, it's, it's, you end up it's more- probably on a, on an individual basis, um, there are a lot of retarded people that work for Walmart. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure that if I did that here, uh, they would just go, oh, why did you even bother? Okay, thank you. Maybe, you but I don't, I, also don't think, <laughs> I also don't think it was a one-off, you know, an isolated incident that prompted her to, to not risk it. Right? Yeah. Like if I it was know. an isolated incident, you go, well, okay, well, maybe. But, you know, it was like, I, I can't do it now because they have this history and i don't you know i I haven't seen the same news that she has um but she she was confident that it was more policy than anything and if you did it there it might be because that the walmart employees are retards that they didn't follow the policy right yeah i think that's more likely i mean so that would be a case of like okay you, you tried to do the right thing and they and they call the cops or whatever and then it's basically i mean if if you're a person that cares, it's kind of your responsibility to call the CEO and be like, Hey, this happened to me. You know, yeah. what the fuck? And, and that's, yeah. But you, me not, you, but you, meanwhile, you're that, dealing with a court date and can't go back to Walmart. Right. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Like I, the, I, the no, inconvenience is so great to return, you know, the five or $10 item that's on the bottom of your cart. That's not worth your hassle to try to make it right. Even though, even though in principle you should, yeah, it's it's one of those things that is actually unbelievable, but I'm sure it happened. Yeah, you know. And again, because, I'm because I'm like, her story because we talked about yeah. it on air on Free Talk Live. Yeah, yeah, but I, I a long time ago. Yeah, I I really doubt that it's a thing that anybody should be worried about. Okay. In general. Well, if you if you forget something on the bottom of your car, try to return and report back and see what happens. Right. Anybody sure. listening out there, I I want to know what happened. Because I want, I want antithesis to Arya's thesis, so that we can come up with a third way on how to how to return stolen goods to Walmart, uh, accidentally stolen goods to Walmart. Anyway, the 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 uh, thesis and the antithesis thing is 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 specifically to distort reality. That's that's why they're doing it. They're not. Is trying that your to come claim, up- or is that is that part of the? That's part of dialectic materialism. Okay. 
because they think they're gods. Okay. I mean, again, so it's, 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 and it's also circular reasoning. So they, they, they say, Oh, we're, we're, we're materialist. We, we believe in reality, but also the brain makes reality. Yeah. So people make reality. So it's, but, it's a circle. And, and it's funny because you know, when you argue with, with uh, Marxists and, you know, these intellectual types, they use circular reasoning constantly. Yes. And it's annoying. And it's like, which is why I gave it up long ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, so, and that's why this video is so funny. It's like the cult you're in, you don't realize. Well, if, if you're okay with using circular reasoning, it's probably because you, you fell into their trap and you don't want to get out. Yeah. That's, that is cult behavior, right? Mm-hmm. That's the in-group, out-group type of thing. Yeah. But the, I, I wanted, you've taken the class, we've taken the class, um, both of us are, I'm going to say, graduates of Psy Seminars, which yeah. has also been accused of being a cult uh, mm-hmm. because they do cult-like things like the sure. in-group and the out-group um, and the terminology. Um, but one of the takeaways, I guess, from that, that I still believe in spite of all that, um, and I don't want to call it the creation of reality, but the, the, the making the story work for you. Right. Yeah, that, that, that's on an individual level that that totally makes sense, you know, because y- you have your life and you are responsible for it. Right. And you're making you're making. You I know, am making thing, my own things reality. Happening, things happening around you, and there's nobody to blame. It's just it's just you, you know. <laughs> like, and I guess I don't know how that scales to this dialectic uh, dialectic no. materialism. It's well, totally different. So the, well, these, but someone is right. Like the the people that are following this methodology, right, got it from somewhere else, and that dude is totally in control of his reality, right? Like he, it is yeah. of his creation, and these people are collectively creating it too, on an individual level. And so, what did Marx come up with? Uh, I don't. Is Marxism. A, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> so he, he or came whatever up it was with called something. before we started calling it Marxism. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. I forget what it's called, but I mean, he, I, I think he's the, you know, person that even t- uh, coined the word capital. Yeah. They get, they give him credit for it and I still don't care. It's a valid yeah, It doesn't word. matter. Yeah. But, um, he, he was attempting to, uh, come up with something new that he was in control of. And so he was a horrible person, you know, besides his horrible ideas. Um, yeah, that's documented. But, yeah. Um, so, and, and so he, he was trying to come up with something to benefit him, which he did, but then that's, but it was also a whole bunch of made up stuff and a whole bunch of wrong things. He was such a horrible person that the entire context of Marxism, in my opinion, right, was his formulation of those ideas that justified him doing what he did or lack thereof, right? Sure. His lack of productivity, his leeching, his being in debt, and all that other fun stuff that goes along with being Karl Marx, right? He goes, well, I have to be right, right, because that... People have to be right. That's the, that's the human condition. I have to be right. And so I have to find something that makes sense for me to be in this position justifiably. 
Mm-hmm. And so which, we did, right? It's all which, someone else's fault. Which a lot of people do. And that's, that's why I say we don't even need Marx to have Marxism. I have, I have a friend that came up with Mar- communism, Marxism, all on his own, you know, with, with no college. It's like, oh yeah, this is this is my idea. Like that's, dude, that's Marxism. You, know? you like, just steal from the rich people <laughs> to make everyone equal. It's yeah. not that complicated of an idea. They have it. I want it. Let's go get it from them. And then and then you justify it however you want. Yeah. And so so in in Marx's case, you say, well, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of this stuff was, uh, I don't know if it's smart, but. Um, it, it worked, whatever it was, right? Yeah, because it, it worked preys on extremely well. victimhood. So you, you create two groups of people, and it's it similar to the dialectic uh, method also, is that you, you create two things, um, and you pit them against each other. So, um, and then you come up with, and then that, 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 that leads you to something new. Uh, but... What it what it really does is it, is it ends with a whole bunch of destruction, yeah. And and so anyway, my Facebook conversation went down a, a different rabbit hole because because I I saw it to me it was plain as day that uh, so the 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 the, co- the concept is are are you in a cult and don't realize it and I and so there's one test that I think uh, fits with what's currently happening in the U.S. and that is there's people that cannot define what a woman is or refuse to even, even given the definition, they refuse to say it or acknowledge it. Right. Yep. So, so I said, well, people that, that can't define what a woman is uh, are probably in a cult or, and, and to add context to that from the video, people that use language in a way that only their cult understands are probably in a cult. Yeah. Yeah, because again, the, that's what cults do. And the first response I got was somebody saying, "Well, no, you're. I'm in a cult because, well, they're talking to me. Yeah, uh, that I'm. I'm in a cult because, um, I don't see it their way. I'm like, I'm not the one trying to change the definition of a, of a woman. <laughs> you know, <laughs> how can I be in a cult? Oh well, you're in a you're in a cult of the people who know things. You know, like which cult am I in exactly? You're in her out group. Well, I know I'm in and, her out and group. And you are in your own in group. And she I, is in your out group. Well, I'm I'm not I'm not specifically in an in group. Okay. I, I mean, unless you call people who know what words mean the in group. I mean, that's her out group, so there you go. I, I mean, in her mind, yeah. Yeah. I I I totally believe that I'm that I'm in a category of my own uh or in a category in in her mind at least yeah that makes sense to her but i'm not i'm not really worried about in her mind i'm i'm worried about like reality okay and so so there are people that are trying to destroy reality that's what the video is about um i mean there's in groups all over the place right it's it's not exclusive to the left right and it might be oh, more sure, narrowly sure. defined i mean my my group is probably in our Anarcho-capitalist libertarians—that's probably yeah. my group. We don't—we don't have everything in common, but generally, right? We but we fill up a whole bunch of that that circle. My group isn't trying to destroy language. I got it. 
So that's that's why I say like I'm not in a cult. Yeah. Like there's I I can say I am in the cult of Miriam Webster, madam. Well, I not believe even, the not, definitions it, that he has written down hundreds of years ago. And we got into that because like I said, haha, I have a dictionary, but it's not like it's not like I needed a dictionary to accept the definition of the word woman, right? So the dictionary doesn't actually have anything to do with it. I'm not in uh, the pocket of Webster. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to explain things simply and clearly as I possibly can. And that's where, that's where you have progress, right? And at least to me, like, sure. You make things simple, not complicated. You know, I'm, I'm, and I'm perfectly okay with coming up with new words to describe whatever issues, uh, trannies or bisexual or what, whatever gender you know, related issues they're having, but there's no reason to destroy the word woman. Like it, Got it's, it. it's a word that makes sense and it's fine. Like it shouldn't be an issue. It's been in common usage long. So I had a, <laughs> I, I had a debate with a cop a long time ago because we met again through the, through the seminar system. And I went, well, we'll, we'll see how well this plays out. Cause generally I don't like cops, but, I will give this one the benefit of the doubt for as long as that lasted. And so we're having this discussion and, you know, as a, as an anarcho capitalist or just a capitalist in general, right? Like I'm a big fan of contracts and I know some anarchists are not big fans of contracts because, ah, oh, you know, you can't write stuff down and you know, what do you do? You follow the agreement, jackass. Um, but he said, well, you can't have a contract in an anarchist world like, well, why the fuck not? He goes, because contracts are enforced by the state. So by definition, without the state, you cannot have a contract. And I went, well, all right, then I'll just have a contract. Right? C-O-N-T-R-E-C-T. Mm-hmm. We'll be writing up contracts. And I was, well, what's a contract? It's like a contract, but it's not enforced by the state. So sit on that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I, if that word is so gosh darn important to you, I mm-hmm. will make up a new one and define it how I wish. Yeah. Right. And in, in which they should, and maybe they're in the process of doing that, but I thought we already had words for them. They, well, them. For a while they were spelling it with a Y, right? Women. <laughs> right. They they put the X in there. They were G's and Joes or whatever, G Jim, right? X X H E or whatever. Yeah. Right. The 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 gay dude we grew up with. We called him a shim. Right. That was it. So we they we they've always had other words because they are the others. Right. They don't they don't fit the natural language of things. Um. And so we make, and again, we, you know, we just self-identified as a narco-capitalist, right? You know, well, why is that necessary? Well, because the way people currently define capitalism involves, you know, state intervention in the marketplace. And we reject that. And we as, you know, pure capitalists, we'll call that, you know, crony capitalism, we'll, we'll hyphenate there, right? Mm-hmm. But, it, it, but the, the world around us, has taken that term to mean what the crony capitalists say. So we can't have, we can't say capitalist without people inferring uh, some state backing of some kind, right? 
So I go, well, fuck it. I'll just, I'll hyphenate then. I don't mind. Doesn't bother me one bit. I'm an anarcho-capitalist. What does that mean? You know, the, the, the voluntary exchange of goods and services, absent state intervention. Boom. Done. There's your definition. You know, you want to, you want to change that definition? Fine. Right. We'll, we'll, there's, we could fall back on voluntarists, right. Or whatever, you know, uh, uh, abolitionists was thrown around for a long time to describe us because we're trying to end the cult of statism and slavery, right. We're trying to get people out of, you know, the, the corporate slavery that exists now under, under the guise of the state. You know, all right, fine. Whatever word you want, right. Just run with it and pick a definition and, and, and the, and the the those on the left have right they they've had multiple terms for this type of thing and as i've said on this show before some of it i understood to be different than others right like transgender is relatively new before at one point in time there were cross dressers or transvestites right or transsexuals and in my mind all three were distinctly different right and then, you know, now you got trans man, trans woman. All right, fine. Right. You've got the, you got the hyphen. You don't fit the, the natural definition that has, you know, pervaded society for as long as it has. You take the hyphen. We know but what a man is. We know what a woman is. You don't fit either. You get to hyphenate. Yeah. And then, um, they, and then they, them, those, right. Try to, try to create new language to describe us right i'm not just a man i'm a cis man right why i don't need the hyphen you've got the hyphen right if what is the opposite of us what is a man if not a cis man right you you get to hyphenate that well he's a gay man well there you go you've just fixed it right (laughs) heterosexual homosexual boom fixed it yeah. it's already if, if, there if language uh helps make sense of reality all good if it if it tries to confuse it then not good the confusion of language is definitely a leftist phenomenon mm-hmm. which okay. I, I i bring all the way back you know to, to marx or before that you know i don't know if yeah this dialectic materialism is is indeed what what uh, started the whole uh, acceptability of circular reasoning. Um, but, uh, it, 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 you know, the circular reasoning exists. It's, it's a horrible thing. Um, it leads to word salad and yeah, (laughs) but it, it all, it's, it's a leftist phenomenon, but it also exists within left libertarianism or left anarchism. Right. I don't know why that particular subgroup decides to fuck around with the language. Uh, but they do it too. And, you know, which is, which is why, you know, they're anti-capitalists, right? Well, they're, they're not talking about us. They're not talking about the anarcho-capitalists. They're talking about the capitalists, right? And how businesses are bad and hierarchy is bad and all that other, you know, nonsense. And, well, you, you consider yourself an anarcho-capitalist, but in reality, you are just a confused mutualist. You just don't know it yet. Like, no, I know it, right? I'm fine with mutualism. Like, have at it. All things voluntary and all. 
right? But why, why muck around with the language? Why, do, why try to redefine things to, to that which, which it is not just so you can say that you're against it? Be, be against it on principle and on definition and stop trying to, stop trying to change the language, right? Grab a hyphen. You've got the term trans. What more do you want? Trans man, trans woman, done. Gay trans man. Well, what does that mean? Well, it's a trans man who's attracted to men. Okay. Now I'm confused again. No, I'm sorry. Well, because that would be a <laughs> that would be a hetero woman, right? If they weren't a trans man. I don't know. The, you know, it, it's it's kind of like talking with double negatives. It gets confusing after a while. Uh, but yeah, true. But it doesn't have to. <laughs> Right? How how hard was it for me to just explain what I just said? Right? A gay a gay man is a male attracted to another male. A gay trans male, right, is is a former female turned male attracted to another male. All right. So what what do you think about uh the cults? Like what would it take like we we need there needs to be a method to bring people out of their cult. I'm sure there's books and stuff written on it and psychological oh, yeah. studies. And yeah. Like what, what do you think is the method? Cause I, I, I want to, I want to, you know, like for, for me, the, the, you know, the red pill was, is, was the, uh, the Iraq war. Okay. You know, when I found out that, Oh yeah, our country will go to war um, for, basically no reason for profit or just because they can, whatever. Um, and, and, you know, just kill people, uh, with, with no good reason. Um, that, that was like, okay, now I have to question everything because my worldview was broken at that point. I assumed they had legitimate reasons for doing the things they did and they don't. Yeah. They're actually, they're, they're actually criminals, uh, that are in the government in the highest, Positions of power, uh, you know, whether it's corporate or government, there's a lot of criminals uh, in there. So, um, I mean, you, anyway. you asked the question, how do you break them free? And, I mean, I have an answer. You may not like the answer. Sure. All right. Let's go for it. But it is uh, non-hostile isolationism from the in-group, right? Like, that's it. You have to pull them out of the in-group and not let them go back to the in-group Right, and you can't be an asshole about it because that's mm -hmm. only going to separate them further from you, right? And 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 attempt to retreat back into the in group. So, again, we'll 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 substitute religion for just a moment, right? And we'll take the the Mormons and the Jehovah's Witnesses and you know the the Mormons who go on the mission and the Jehovah's Witnesses who knock on the door, right? The people in power know that the rejection rate on those missions are high, right? And the purpose of the mission is not to recruit more members into the Church of the Mormons or into the Church of, of the Jehovah's Witnesses, right? It's to strengthen the bond between the missionaries and the church, right? Because what happens when you have that level of rejection and that level of frustration out in the field is you revert back to the church. You go, man. What's, what is going on? I just, I can't do it. The, these people are so hostile out there. They slam the door in my face. They don't want to hear what I have to say. And the church goes, they're there. 
Come be with a come be with the people who love and support you and will take care of you. Right? Sci seminars. Go out and invite all your friends and neighbors to this thing that benefited your life so greatly. They know only a small percentage of people are going to join the seminar or sign up for the seminar, but they want you to go to the next one too, right? They want you to go like, man, these people are fucked up. They don't want to do anything better with their life. I want, I only want to be with people who want to better themselves or an interpersonal growth and self-development. That's my group. So you go back and you re-audit and you go to, you pay the money to go to the higher classes, right? I've done it. Um, and, and again, th- this is another difference, but it's, I was aware of what's going on and I didn't care. Right. <laughs> I, I am self-isolated from this nonsense. Um, uh, but, but in order to pull people out of that, right, you can't let them return to that environment because that environment is safe and coddling and wrong, <laughs> but they will seek it out unless you isolate them from it right and 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 help them come to their own conclusion right that they ought not be there so this this happened at work uh last week i don't know earlier this week might have been earlier this week um again the you know the, the conversations with the boss part of the show uh we do stupid things at work like hire new people and when we hire a new people occasionally if they don't self-select themselves out quick enough, uh, we go over budget on hours per the owner. Like we're allowed to use 350 hours employ, you know, uh, uh, telemarketing hours per week, right? That's what we're allotted by the owner. And last week we're like, well, shit, these people didn't quit quick enough. So we're going to be over by like 25 hours. We're going to be like 375. So my boss goes to the owner. And the owner goes, well, just fire some people. And so he comes down to me and he goes like, Rich, we got to talk about who we're going to let go. I go, why the, why do we keep doing dumb stuff like this? Mm-hmm. Right. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Everyone knows, right. That it, it takes more than a week to get up to speed, to learn the job, to get comfortable with the position, to do the script, right. To be successful on the phones it takes closer to a month before you can truly evaluate the capabilities of the individual. But every time we hire new people, we go over budget and the owner says, fire of them, fire them. Well, who are we going to fire? We can't fire the existing group of people because they're doing a decent job, right? They're not spectacular. There's, you know, there's some that could be cut, right? But why are we going to cut them knowing we haven't evaluated the new group of people yet? Um, and part of this conversation happened when one of the part-time telemarketers was like meandering through the office. I said, this is the dumbest thing the owner does. He does this every time we hire new people. This is so fucking dumb of the owner. Right. And then I got the reprimand later. Right. You're not allowed, uh, to, to disparage management in front of the staff. I go, well, I'm not agreeing to that. <laughs> Say whatever I want, you know? And so it turned into a heated debate because I'm the anarchist and he, you know, has this like filleting relationship with the military and he expects orders to be followed. Every once in a while, he salutes me as he's leaving the office and I give him a half-assed dumb salute, right? <laughs> Just to piss him off. 
You know, like, why don't you salute properly? Because I'm not in the military and I don't believe in this garbage. So I just give you one to annoy you. Right. <laughs> but, you know, so, we, so we have, we're having this whole heated discussion about what I am and what I'm not allowed to do or what his expectations are. And it's it gets, okay for him to have expectations, but if you don't follow him, then he, then he has to follow up with, you know, some action that he might not want to take. And so, right. Then he'll have yeah. To. <laughs> I got, a few months ago, well, last year, at last year sometime I got sick and I showed up to work sick and he goes, well, we're going to, we're going to have to ask you to put the mask on. And I went, I'm probably not, well, no, no, he didn't say put the mask on. He said like, go get a COVID test. I'm like, probably not going to do that. He goes, oh, I got to I gotta go talk to the owner then, right? And then he goes and talks to the owner and comes back down and goes like, just don't go upstairs. I go, okay, I won't go upstairs. You know? All right. So, but this one got heated and he just dropped it entirely. He was like, do you want pie? I'm like, sure, I would love some pie, right? But I, I know what's going on, right? I'm, I'm aware of the situation. He is in over his depth and now he needs to de-escalate as a manager, right? <laughs> and his this, method does this have to do with the cult. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. I'm okay. say, what I'm saying is, I'm aware of what's going on. So, the, the, to uh, so I'll skip that part. Then you know we, we had pie, but it's it's being aware of what's going on around you. So with the cult, right? I I've also self-identified as a cult leader. Um, I'm hyper aware of what's going on around, right? And the people in the cult are aware that this is the structure of how things are done. So if you want to get someone out of the cult, you have to pull them away from that structure, right? You cannot allow them to, to, re, to regress back into that system, right? Where again, it's their in-group, the, the will-take-care-of-you group, right? The, the, the person you're arguing online with Right, you, you're not going to be able to do this, right? But you you try to pull them out with logic and reasoning, and then they're going to go to whatever subreddit they're also part of, or whatever group on Facebook, and they're going to complain about you, right? And in that, they're going to be like, "Oh no, you were right. He was wrong. He's just another bad capitalist who doesn't know shit about what a woman really is." You know, we'll take care of you. And she'll feel so much better about herself, right? That she's got the reinforcement of the in-group. Mm-hmm. And so she'll never leave it. So the, the, the non-hostile isolation, right, is if, if you cared enough about that person, right, you have to remove them from that situation, not let them return to it, right, and not be a dick about it. Because if you're an asshole while trying to convince them otherwise – they're still going to resist the, the logic and the reason that you're, that you're presenting. You have to, you have to be tactful in convince in it's, it's like the inception, right? You have to be tactful in presenting ideas in such a way that they draw their own conclusions and come to the realization that they've been in the cult the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh man, I just, I didn't see it that way. But now, now that I can see this from the outside looking in, Right. That is totally what the in-group was doing. Yeah, tactful is not my my method at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I don't really So, the likelihood have... is you're not going to pull anybody out of the cult. Yeah, that's that's true. But if you wanted to, that's how you have to do it. Yeah, especially especially on Facebook where, you know... You're, yeah, you're, there's, you're, there's an you're infinite not, not... number of in-groups for them to go get, to go get 
uh, re- their, their their beliefs reinforced. Yeah, and you got to you got to shock them out of that without being hostile and without letting them, you know, go back into those beliefs. There's the meme of the you know the communist who like gets the inheritance from his uncle and all of a sudden like morphs into being capitalist, right? Like, oh, now that I have the money, I don't want you to have it either. Which is why communes let you bring whatever you want in, but you you exit empty-handed. All, you know, from each according to his ability, uh, as long as you stay with us, right? You're allowed to contribute as much as you want. You're not allowed to keep anything of your own. And that, again, makes it prohibitively difficult for people to leave, right? Because you, you, you brought in, you know, your entire life's wealth, right? And you leave with nothing and have to start over. And at that point, for a lot of people, it's easier just to stay moderately poor in the commune than it is to be in abject poverty upon exit. So don't do it. Don't join, right? But you knew what you're getting into going in, maybe, right? What's, what's to stop these communists and Marxists, right, from pooling their resources and purchasing the business? Well, nothing. They've done it on occasion, right? They, they've turned the owner-operated store into a, a worker-owned co-op, right? And occasionally it succeeds. More often than not, they get a good year or two out of it, and then they, they, you know, they run it into the ground because they're not, that's not their purview. That's not what they were built to do. That's not what they have educated themselves to do. They were the workers for a reason. If you weren't the worker, you could be management or the owner, right? Then go do that. Go ahead, buy all the equipment to run the factory and just give it away to, you know, share it amongst your, your uh, proletariat class anyway. What's to stop you? Again, they, they complain about, you know, the wealthy people. We talked about this last week, I think, with the, the sub guy in Bezos and whatever. It's like, well... You know, even even if those wealthy individuals are buying, you know, high priced items, right? People people on the bottom are getting paid because someone someone had to build that sub, right? And someone had to build Jeff Bezos half a billion dollar yacht, right? There's there's labor involved with that at multiple stages, and those people are employed because that billionaire wanted something expensive. It's not necessarily trickle down, right? But it it keeps people employed beyond their own business and there's nothing stopping there's nothing stopping the communists from doing that uh, aside from their own inability and inaction and being in that cult of victimhood right where it's it's easier to be poor and blame others than it is to be effective and get wealthy wealthy on your own hmm speaking of wealthy yep uh, Bitcoin Cash has been going up. Oh. I think I mentioned that it it was very low, like extremely, like it was beat down uh, much lower than 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 Bitcoin was. So the idea is, well, if Bitcoin Cash is at a hundred and Bitcoin is at thirty thousand, uh, which one's going to double first? So anyway, Bitcoin Cash nearly tripled, uh, yeah, up to over three hundred dollars, and uh, you know. Bitcoin's still hanging around 30,000. Nice. So anyway, that's why I kind of suggested leaning into Bitcoin Cash a little bit. Um, I plan on doing that. Uh, I just haven't got around to it. Well, excuse Dragging me while I feet. check my Bitcoin Cash holdings. Yeah. 
So I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, see, and and, and uh, on a philosophical level, here's the here's what people you know, um, like I self-identify as a Bitcoin maximalist, sure, and, and I'm still okay with that, um, but and they go like, well, well, why do you hold other coins? And it, well, because I'm also lazy, right? Like, <laughs> I I have been paid, uh, you know. Buy free talk live for several years now in Bitcoin Cash. Nice. Well, yeah, but it you know it's 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 not a lot, and it, it's going to take a run like this to overcome, uh, oh, yeah. to overcome the expenses of driving out to the studio weekly because I don't oh, okay. I don't get paid enough to cover gas and food. Right on. Right. It's a stipend, and I drive further than most of the other hosts. So when gas prices go up and food prices go up, my stipend doesn't go up, and I don't care because that's not why I do the show. So it's, it's, I, I pay to go out there and do the show, but right. If I just hold the Bitcoin cash and not do anything with it, cause again, I don't spend it. Um, then eventually, right. If, if it has a good run, it'll catch up. Well, so you've he- heard it here first. I think Bitcoin cash is going over 2000. Um, I think it's way undervalued for the story it prevent pre- presents. And that is what if it's the real Bitcoin, um, it's just a story. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, well, what what about Satoshi's vision, BSV? Sure, right? sure. What is what if that's the real Bitcoin? Yeah. Anyway, and I think those I think those ones are just just uh, grifters. I think okay. Bit, Bitcoin Cash presents a good enough reason to have a separate one. Um, okay. I don't. I don't even know what the other ones bring to the table because I don't know. I just don't care. Well, Free Talk Live now pays me in Dash, so let's let's ho- go uh, for a Dash run. Uh, because again, I'm not. I'm not going to convert it. I'm not going to spend it. Most likely, it's, <laughs> well, it's da- going to Dash, sit there at some point. Dash was originally called Dark Coin, which I was a big fan of initially okay. because they were trying to do private transactions. But really, what it was is just a separate server that mixes transactions, and yeah. that's way too centralized. And then they got heat because, oh, you guys are doing a confidential transaction. The government might not like that. So then they dropped the name Darkcoin. Yeah, and I think they got rid of the private transactions. I'm not sure. Well, and then Monero but, came along and did it better anyway. So yeah, and then Monero came by, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm no longer a Dash fan. Um, Dash has some other thing where they they ten ten percent of the coins that are issued uh, go to the developers. Okay. Which okay, it's a form of inflation tax uh, in a way, and they're supposed to use that money to promote the coin. Um, maybe that'll work. So I l- I look at Dash as more as like a corporation than I do uh, a, a digital asset. So okay. Bitcoin is clearly a digital asset. Uh, Dash is like a corporation trying to promote their uh, their tokens. That's fine. I get paid in it. It goes into my wallet once a month, and I never sure. look at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. So if it if it if it takes off, I go, wow, look at that. I've actually, I better start thinking about this. Um, but uh, otherwise, like when when the, when I actively purchase crypto, um, it's usually Bitcoin. Yeah. So. In other news, uh, watch, watch that video from Tick History on YouTube. Okay. Uh, Did you cult. send it to me? Because I didn't get a notification. I haven't. That. I haven't sent it yet. Okay. Uh, the cult. The cult. Many are in, but don't realize. 
and also I think he's an anarcho-capitalist also. So, uh, but he has he has a video in anarcho-capitalism, but I haven't watched it yet. Ah, maybe it's a takedown of anarcho-capitalism. I, maybe he's I, being I subversive. The first minute, and he he basically breaks down that that people don't know what it means, and so he he's saying, "Why would anybody say that? <laughs> you know, capitalism is bad and." Anarchy is also bad. Why would anybody say they're anarcho-capitalists? And so that's as far as I got. Well, uh, yeah, well, because common knowledge, right? The yeah, the yeah. way it's presented in the media, mm-hmm. right? All all, exactly. all of these greedy capital, you know, these greedy capitalists, these greedy corporations, right? So with, with the recent news of the student loan shoot uh, being shot down, student loan relief being shot down by the Supreme Court, right? One of the tweets making around is. Ah, so they're willing to cut you know one point seven billion dollars in corporate taxes, but not give people relief on student loans. Like this is the world we live in now. It's like, well, yeah, because one is you know stealing from you less, right, and one is not allowing you to steal from others, basically, right. But you won't you won't hear that debate or that discussion um, in the mainstream media at all. They don't want to have it. That's not the narrative that they're trying to present, right? You get that by following, you know, sites like this or listening to Free Talk Live or whatever other libertarian anarchist outlet you can follow, right, where the truth typically gets spread more so even if there's a little bit of propaganda sprinkled in uh, because, you know, there's a goal, right? There's an objective here. We need more people to be against the state and more people to align themselves with free market principles uh, in order to better everything around us, right? So there's, there's, we have an agenda uh, to, to convert people to those principles. Uh, fortunately for you, right, we do so by speaking the truth and not redefining the language so it makes sense if you really give it some thought, if you've got the capacity to give it some thought. Final thoughts. Uh, no. All right, we'll wrap it up there then. That'll do it for us. You guys know where to find us, anarchistexperience.com. On Telegram, t.me slash anarchistexperience or t.me slash theanarchistexperience. And if you would like to contribute to this show financially, you may do so through Patreon, patreon.com slash theanarchistexperience. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace. Aloha.